Hey, hey, thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Adam Benzman, and welcome to the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel, your number one resource for free roofing sales training on YouTube and your go-to listen for when you're out driving in your truck, needing some inspiration on how to market yourself, generate leads, overcome objections, and get more sales. If you'd like to join the Roof Strategist Insiders and get a free copy of my ebook, Three Tricks to Get to the Kitchen Table, and get emails every Tuesday with new episode notifications, insider tips, tricks, and the occasional lives that I do, head on over to www.roofstrategist.com and sign up right now for free. That's all, and let's hop right into this week's episode. Hello again, everybody. Adam here, the Roof Strategist, and welcome to today's Lockdown Live. I am super pumped for today's episode. I have a ton in store for you. Today, we're going to be going over your roofing sales pitch book, why every single salesperson needs one, what should go inside it, and how to use it. Now, I'm going to be covering a lot of ground today, and truth, this was this was on my list for, for a masterclass with some, some material behind it to add into the battle pack, and I'm giving it away for free today because all of us have recently seen the uh, stay-at-home orders here through COVID-19, at least, at least here in Colorado, get extended. The state just extended it here till, uh, I think it was almost May, it was the end of April, I forget the exact date. So in honor of us spending more time together, I'm going to be doing these daily Monday through Friday. And uh, I really want to jam a ton of information your way to help you use this time when you're not out selling to preparing for the season. So here's what you can look forward to today. What goes in a roofing sales pitch book? Why every salesperson not only needs one, but should be using it. And then how to assemble your own using either the old school method, method, printed paper in a three ring binder or new school into a digital format so you can send it out. I'm also going to be um, going bullet by bullet what should go in there. So literally you watch this, take some notes, you can put this thing together in your spare time and it's gonna help you in sales. Now, you might be wondering two things. One, before we get into it, why should I be using a pitch book? Now, Brian Tracy's quote, I'm looking down, I've got all my notes because this quote ties into exactly what I'm gonna be sharing with you. Brian Tracy's quote says, for every one minute you spend in planning, you save 10 minutes in execution. And I listened to, I, th- I don't remember if it was from his book, Eat That Frog, or one of his other productivity books, but Brian Trace has been a tremendously influential and impactful person in my life, and I plan everything. So in fact, here's my notes for today. This is what we're going over. I prepare for these things. Um, anyway, sorry, I'm super pumped on this tablet thing. I've been showing you guys here in the, uh, in the training. So um, let's jump in. What goes in this pitch book, how to use it, and then the old school versus new school? A pitch book is really, really important for two reasons. A lot of people aren't using them because they're afraid of forcing themselves into a hole or they feel that it's unnatural. The reason I think it is so important is because a pitch book acts as a focal point for your sales. When a customer, and I'm curious, feel free to drop any comments in the chat. If you've ever had a customer that steers the dialogue, you can't get anything out, they're asking questions, they're pulling you, they're interrupting you, they they derail the whole thing. What should have taken 30 minutes ends up taking two hours. You know that customer? So a pitch book pre- prevents that from happening. When you use a pitch book, it acts as a 
pathway to you getting all the information delivered at the right time. And it's very easy for you to reel that customer back in and say, hey, listen, um, I know you've got some questions. We're going to get through this. I promise I'll likely address it. And then if I don't, I'd like to all your questions there at the end. So again, it's a really, really great lane for them to stay in. Um, how to use it. There's two ways to use this pitch book. And the reason, well, let me take one step back. There's one other point I wanted to hit. So one, it acts as a framework and a guide for your presentation. Two, imagine this. There's Chuck in the truck roofer, right? By the way, I started selling an old beat up Toyota Tacoma. Um, I had one of those old man swooping toppers on it. I didn't even have a ladder rack. I had a 24 foot extension ladder. So, it, you know, 12 foot unextended. Um, roughly, and it was stuck in the back of a short box sticking way out the back with a red flag that I picked up for free at Home Depot out the back. It didn't keep me from doing 1.4 million in my first year. But my point is when people see that, they're like, oh, who's this Yahoo, right? So I really needed to earn their trust and credibility through the relationship. But if I didn't nail my pitch and I didn't look professional, if I didn't have a pitch book to sit down with someone, capture their attention and walk through everything, what they're going to do is compare me to the next guy. And if the next guy shows up and looks really professional and looks really sharp and has a presentation, who's going to look more credible and who are they going to choose? The guy that's prepared, right? That has all of his information in a row and doesn't leave any questions unanswered. And your job is to get to that point where there are more questions. So what I'm about to show you right now is we're going to go on what goes inside your pitch book. I'm going to take some notes. Um, and uh, everything that you need is going to be in here. Again, before we get there, there's two ways to use this. The old school way. So put this together, print it out, use a three-hole puncher, put it in a binder. Excuse me, three-hole puncher. Yeah, three-hole punch. And put it in an actual binder. That way you can carry it in the homes. I know right now we're not able to go inside the home, so you can consider printing it out and leaving a copy, or better yet, if you're assembling it on the computer, save it as a PDF or an electronic format to send out to people. Um, if you're super savvy, which I know many of you are, I get emails from people who have some marketing background, sales background, tech background, put it into either Google Slides or a PowerPoint presentation so it looks extra sharp. However you decide to deliver it, this is what needs to go inside. All right, and I might be, I'm gonna start here and then work over. So here's what needs to go inside. First is a short letter, okay? Now, what should go in that letter? What you need in this short letter is an introduction, two paragraphs at most, okay? Who you are, what your commitment is to service, and why someone should work with you. What makes you guys different? So example, dear homeowner, uh, I value the opportunity to be sitting down with you today. My greatest mission in doing this far exceeds roofing in and of itself. What fuels me is helping people get their roof, their home, and their life back together after a severe storm. And I can't wait to show you the difference that I have in the service I bring to the table. Signed and then hand signed. Okay, it doesn't need to be anything more than a short personal introduction. Okay, so that's going to be the first thing. Second thing, by the way, I do this different than what you've seen in the past probably. So short letter. Second thing is testimonials. Okay. Now I want to show you something. I have a marketing background as I'm sure you've seen because you're watching a roofing marketing and sales channel. Testimonials are one of the most powerful motivators for sales, period. People will believe you when they see other people have believed you also and their success. So Everybody knows that it's easy to edit a testimonial. That's why, and you'll see this on my channel, go on my website. I don't edit any of them. The only thing I do is I redact or I'll blur out people's names for privacy sake to protect them, right? When you do a screenshot or you print out the actual Google reviews, the Yelp reviews, or an email, that level of authenticity is so powerful and no one will, will think, hey, they edited it. 
right? Because I've seen roofers do this. They'll like type it up and then they'll edit the test. You know, they'll, they'll retype the testimonial. Everyone knows that can be edited. And there's automatically the seed of doubt that's planted with the homeowner. So raw testimonials. And I'm just going to write that word next to it. Raw, okay? So that means, again, those screenshots make them raw as possible. Usually, um, I would say as many as you can, five to 10 minimum if, if possible. So again, short letter and then boom, proof. All of a sudden you're driving that credibility. All right, next, if you can, a list of addresses that you served in that neighborhood. Now, back when I started selling, um, we didn't have digital presentations. Everything was printed and we'd update all of our pitch books with a list of addresses for that neighborhood. So if it stormed in a certain town in Wisconsin, we knew, all right, we can hit, we've done all these homes in this town. We're going to swap those out. So it's relevant. So a list of addresses as well that shows credibility. And you could do like a number over 1500 roofs installed, whatever the number is. But again, short letter testimonials and the list of addresses in that neighborhood or town. Next is certification certificate sorry i'm trying to write on an angle here certification and, and uh, stats so what i mean by stats so this might be if you're a jf or an owens corning certified installer if you're with iko doesn't matter what manufacturer any manufacturer certifications that you carry anything that shows you're credible you've been in this for a while you want that in there along with any stats again this could go in the list of addresses or here over uh 3500 happy customers been in business for 20 years five years 10 years whatever it is established in this time multi-generation however however you want to put it all right then you want a sample of the license and insurance i know not everyone is required to have a license but if you are show it and insurance now, you might be asking, Adam, why the hell does that matter? Because it shows that you're legit and established. People want to work with someone who has um, a track record and they're set up like a legitimate business because your home is your castle, okay? You guys know when you're doing business in someone's home, it brings out the crazy in them. And you want to put them at ease, say, we're legit. We got our ducks in a row. We're licensed and insured. We're doing everything on the up and up. All right, next, a sample warranty. So I was a new mic. I don't know if it picked it up and I'll turn it away. Um, sample warranty. If that's your warranty, your workmanship warranty, and if you offer any extended warranties through any manufacturers. Um, we used to do a lot of golden pledge warranties with GAF. Um, if you're using Owens Corning or IKO or Certainty, whoever it is, show a sample of those warranties that you stand behind the work. You can see how we're building credibility. Here's my commitment to you, creating a personal bond, right? You can even include a picture of you, your family, whatever it is. Testimonials, look at all these people who believe in us, who trusted us, who we've done. This isn't our first rodeo, right? List of addresses, ex expanding on that. Like we've done a lot of people, all of your neighbors have trusted us, so why wouldn't you? Then our certificate, our certification, we're legit, okay? We work with these major companies. We know what the heck we're doing. Then our license and insurance, right? We've got your back. We're not going to mess around and we stand behind our work, right? So there, there it is. There's the main juice of the intro. Any questions, drop them in the chat. Feel free to interrupt me. I can uh, answer those as they come in. All right. So that's the bones. And I'm just going to frame this. Let me set this down for a second. I'm going to frame this to say intro. Okay. All right. So that's your introduction of what's going to be in the deck. Then we're going to move on to the process. The reason we do this, I want to ask you something. Have you ever ordered something on Amazon Prime and then checked the shipping? I've done this. We know it's going to be two days. Right now, I know it's not. But the reason that I, that I bring this up is that humans, by nature, are naturally 
curious. We want to know what happens next. If you sit down for a surgery, the doctor says, here's what's going to happen. You're going to come in for your pre-op. Then you're going to come in the day before. We're going to clean the area. We're going to give a sedative. You're going to go under. You're going to come up. I'm going to come by your bed. We're going to go through this. This is how the recovery will go. You know everything start to finish. You would not go into a surgery if you didn't have all your questions answered. You wouldn't say, hey, doc, I want a knee replacement. He's like, ah, cool. Just coming in on Tuesday. We'll knock it out. You're like, but what the hell happens next? So this is just how our minds think. And the reason I'm using a surgery thing, it's a, it's a pretty serious example to just paint the picture that all of us want to know what's next. So after we build our credibility here on the introduction, what we need to do is scratch the itch of all the questions that your customer or homeowner might have. So we want to go through the process with them. And again, remember, if you haven't watched it already, check out my four stages of the claims process video. We have no claim. So if they don't have a claim, we need to know, excuse me, we need to present the fact that we can do the inspection. We're going to take photos, videos, explain it, right? So that's stage one. Stage two is a partial payment. Um, if it's been partially paid, it's going to be different, right? We can go to bat. We can file for reinspection, all that. Denial, same thing, or check in hand. They're ready for, you know, getting the roof in. They've got the money. They're ready to rock and roll. Wherever they're at, you just want a general process you can skip to where it is needed. So um, likely if you're at this point, you've already done the inspection. So I've left it out of this sample and I'm going to get this up so I don't miss anything. Um, so first is the fun part. We just mostly want to focus on the installation for this. Okay. So there we go. This is where you can start to cover upgrades, impact resistant shingle, dimensional shingle from three tab. If you charge an upgrade or you try to charge an upgrade, you want to make it about choice, picking the color explain that you're going to bring the sample board in the house. Then you'll go outside so you can see in the light. You'll point out all our cover, excuse me, colors on the neighbor's homes, things like that. So again, selection. Then uh, that you're going to order the material and then there's job scheduling, right? So then you say, hey, so here's what's going to happen, Mr. Homeowner. We're going to uh, do the fun part, which is just picking colors. That's the hardest thing you're going to have to do in this whole process, just pick colors. Sound good? Cool. So we're going to go outside. We're going to pick colors. I'm going to show you some different colors that are on your neighbor's houses so you can see what's what. Then I'm going to put all the, the order in. We're going to get you down to scheduling. Julie from our office will be giving you a call to schedule or whoever is doing it. If your production team, if it's you, it doesn't matter. We're going to get your job scheduled. Then the material is going to show up. Now, everybody handles delivery differently. Fun little horror story. We had a, uh, which I'm sure many people have had this happen, but we had shingles delivered to the wrong house. It was like the next door neighbors. Not fun when the crew has to show up and move 40 squares by hand. <laughs> so explain how delivery works. Is it roof loaded? Is it not roof loaded? What can they expect? Will it happen before or on production day? They'll want to know when they're going to be there. Hey, remember, because guys, as we get busy in the season too, like sometimes you'll say, oh, I forgot to tell you, don't park your car in the driveway <laughs> or in the garage because you won't be able to get out if we load the shingles in the garage. So delivery and the delivery instructions. Then how you're going to prep the home for safety. Okay. If you can, by the way, each of these is on its own page. So it's super simple and include a picture if you can, because pictures are worth a thousand words. All that needs there is a headline. The fun part, pick your color, then we'll get your job scheduled. Then we're going to deliver it. Then we're going to prep your home for safety, right? Show plywood leaning up against the garage, uh, tarps over the garden, however you want to showcase what that home's going to look like. Then you have your installation day. Let them know what time of day the crew typically shows up. Um, I know it's tough because sometimes they're there bright and early. Sometimes the crew gets a flat tire on the way. They got to drop shingles off. They have to go do a touch up. So just let them know we're going to be in there in the time window. Don't paint yourself into a corner, right? You'll be there between nine and noon, typically earlier, seven and noon, whatever it is. Okay. Then you do your final walkthrough. 
So people know that a professional is going to be walking through that job when it is done. So they know it's legit. It's done. We checked it off and you're going to do that punch list. So I always encourage you to do this because it catches any issues. It lets the homeowner point up, oh, that shingle's not laying flat. And you're like, oh, okay, I can you know do whatever now or talk them off the ledge, so to speak. So all these things to walk them through this process so they understand, I'm going to hand you a really big check. I want to know every single step of the way. Then you get into the uh, um, final... I'm just going to call it final paperwork. If it is an insurance related job, this is where, oops, you're, we're, I ran out of room, but you can see final paperwork is down here. This is where you can say, we're going to invoice the insurance company to release any depreciation. You sign the check over to us. We collect it from you, whatever it is. Okay. Um, then I'm going to move over. It looks like I've got some room. Um, warranty process. Okay. So they'll get all that paperwork in the mail. And then... Just showcase, actually, that's where I'm going to stop. I'm going to touch on the last bit in a minute. So um, again, choose colors. We'll get you scheduled. We're going to drop that material off. This is what we're going to do to prepare your home and keep everybody safe and you safe and your garden safe, your backyard, whatever it is. How that install is going to go, the final walkthrough, not only for touch up items, but to make sure that the job site's cleaned up properly and that you're going to do that final paperwork, whatever it is, um, certificate of, of completion, invoicing the insurance company, and that you're going to process uh, the warranty, whether that's an additional warranty, an upsell warranty. But again, these are cues for you to be like, oh, by the way, we have a golden pledge warranty. We have this warranty. You can bring those up in the sales process because you have a mental reminder and the homeowner's looking at it. Or you say warranty process. And they're like, oh, what kind of warranty? Well, we have our five-year, seven-year, 12-year whatever workmanship warranty, but we also have essentially the equivalent of like a bumper to bumper warranty that you have on your car, but on your roof. I'd be happy to tell you more about it. It's only X dollars for your roof. So then you can upsell this here. All right. So we have our intro, we have our process. Now we just want to showcase eye candy. What do I mean by eye candy? Just before and after pictures. So that's what goes inside. Pretty simple. Then closing slide. All I want on there, sorry, I ran out. All that says is the word questions. I want to know, are they going to have questions? Because when they stop having questions is when we get to the order. When we ask for the business, we bust out the contingency, we bust out our retail contract, whatever it is. So um, let's jump into the old school versus new school. Sorry, I was making sure I didn't miss anything on my notes. This, my friends who are here and who are watching the replay, is everything that you need in your pitch book. I'm going to do a quick recap, but before I get there, remember, once you assemble this, everything you learn on my channel, there's nothing at all that should step in your way between you and getting this done. It doesn't mean technology, funds, whatever. This is everything that you can type up, you can print out on your home computer, your office computer, you can take it to FedEx, it doesn't matter. Get it set up, put it in a three ring binder. If you can, get everything into a PDF. If you need help getting it into a PDF, just do a quick search like how to convert my Microsoft Word documents into one PDF. The easiest way for me at least is to use Google Documents. So if you have a Google account, just get a Google document, put everything in there, and then at the top it says File, and then click Save as PDF. And if everything's in one thing, it's just gonna create a whole thing of PDFs. That way you can email it to a customer if you need to. You can pull it up or send it to them to walk through it with them during your virtual presentation. If you're doing this during the COVID-19, pandemic, or better yet, when you're back to normalcy, you can use it on a tablet, on your iPad, on your computer, your phone, whatever it is. All right. So old school, new school. Um, now I'm just going to do a quick recap here. And then if you guys have any questions, drop them. Otherwise we're going to wrap this thing up because I don't want these getting too long. Intro. 
is the bones of building credibility of why people should choose you. You're gonna do a short letter. This is a short personal letter of you introducing yourself and setting your expectation, excuse me, setting the expectations of what they can expect from you far greater than this roofing thing. What's in it for you? Why? What's your why? To me, it was about delivering really quality service, helping people feel educated and helping them get their home and lives back to normal. Super short, two sentences. Then testimonials, raw, screenshots, as many as you can. Then a list of addresses you've done that are relevant to them. So if you're working a storm, even if it's two towns over, grab all the addresses in that town first and put those first because everyone wants to trust their um, their neighbors uh, to trust you. Then your uh, certification and statistics of how long you've been in business, how many roofs you've done, how many customers you've served, how many smiling customers, how many reviews you have, whether you're JF or Owens Corning certified installer, does BBB ratings, all that stuff. Then license and insurance, just so they see that you're credible and it's up to date. Again, you people, <laughs> I just joke when I say that, you people, you people that don't need licenses, um, you don't need to do that, but your insurance is, is important. And then a sample warranty, again, just gets them uh, planted. So that's the intro. Uh, Daniel says, that's funny. I actually started doing this a few weeks ago. My plan is to use it for one-on-one -on -one with other service providers to build a network. Absolutely. Um, I know I'm interrupting myself here, Daniel. Great point. Because when you do this, this shows a level of credibility and authority and professionalism that is not expected or seen in the construction space. So when you do this the right way and you, you have a level of credibility, you're prepared, like the quote for anyone that joined late of Brian Tracy, every one minute of planning saves 10 minutes in execution. You look like a stud. If you show up and you're just like pulling this pitch out of the air, which by the way is what I started doing until I learned wiser, um, it will really, really, really change uh, how things go and how people view you. All of a sudden, you're just like the door-to-door -door guy who's a sleazeball, which I hate to say we compete with because we do, to you're a professional person who is highly organized. You have a structured presentation. You're there to educate them. Jason, hey, what's up, man? All right. So after you nail that intro, the process, again, the goal with this, scratch the itch, get them crystal clear on how the process works. Think of the analogy as if you're going in for surgery, you ain't going in for that surgery until you know exactly the process is select color. That, by the way, was my number one line I used. I loved it. Um, so say that, hey, the hardest thing you're going to do in this process is select shingle color. And I'm going to bring sample boards. We're going to walk outside. We're going to make it fun. Then we're going to go into scheduling. Jill, Jan, our production manager, Brian, whoever it is, is going to call. Then we're going to get your, your material delivered a day before, day of. Where is it going to go? What do they need to do? Then, and again, by the way, I just noticed that Ralph said this. I have a picture book showing the dumpster tearing a tearing off of shingles, the decking, underlayment, everything. It's a huge help. Pictures are worth a thousand words. And showing his company's license and insurance. Absolutely. So, Ralph, take a look at this and update your process to reflect this order of things. And... Um, um, you make a good point for delivery and prep. Like, do you use dumpsters? Do you, do you use trailers? Let people know. Then, uh, the install, you know, how does that work? What time are crew going to show up the final walkthrough process? So they know everything's gonna be done. Final paperwork, invoicing certificate, certificate of completion, and then into the warranty again for your upsell opportunity. Then at the end, you just show eye candy before and after pictures. If you have them, which you should take before and afters of all of them, um, ideally with people in them. If you can get your yard sign in front with them standing. So you get a before of just the house and the after is the yard sign, the couple, homeowner, husband, wife, family, whatever, in a selfie or with a tripod with you with them in front of the new house. Golden, freaking awesome. Um, and then close with questions. All right, that is that. Jason says, got four new... Uh, Go, for no contact agreements today. Woohoo. 
So I'm assuming, Jason, you just meant you got four contingency agreements today because that's freaking awesome if you did. This is proof that you can be generating sales right now when you do this stuff right. Um, Jason, let me know how you got those if you if you can. I'd love to hear. Um, drop that in the comments. So that's all I've got for today on putting together your pitch deck, why every salesperson needs one, what should go in it, and how to use it. Okay, And again, how to use that is so important that it literally just becomes your avenue, your reminder of this is the information needs to deliver. I cannot tell you, and I want to just tell you one horror story real quick. I have forgotten two major issues. One, hey, remember to not have your car in the garage because you're be dropping thousands of pounds of shingles on the driveway right behind where you park. And then you get that call and then you hear, oh, crap. Now I got a homeowner who's stuck in the freaking garage and I got to move shingles. That's a mistake you only make one time and you don't look good doing it. I promise you that. Been there. The other thing is on the install. You forget to tell them, hey, the house is going to be moving, shaking, rattling, You know, especially if you're doing siding. We did a lot of siding projects. Any valuables that are hanging on the exterior walls of your home, you're going to want to bring inside because the house will be shaking. And the last thing you want is grandma's urn of ashes to come down and then point the finger at you. So again, think of it for, from a customer service standpoint and sales standpoint. All right. Um, Paul said, great content as always. I have a few video testimonials from customers on my iPad, and this has been a good tip that has worked for me. Paul, awesome. Totally, totally agree. If you are able to do a virtual presentation, I will always give the nod to that as my preference because you can build those in and people look at them and they're so powerful, so, so powerful. And in fact, right now, use this time to reach out to old customers and ask them how the process went. Um, and then Ral says, I'll add everything you've listed to on my iPad and three ring binder. Huge help. Thanks. My pleasure. Jason says that is correct. He did sign four deals um, today. Hell yeah. So huge shout out um, to you guys for doing this. And by the way, thank you. Huge shout out to everyone who's here and going to be watching the replay. The fact that you're putting this time into to really hone your craft and get ready for the season and to do what you can now is huge. So a um, couple of things to leave you with. Get your presentation put together. Follow this video. Share it with your team. Um, the other good news, I just, what was it? Yeah, la last night finished up all the realtor stuff. So you didn't watch that lockdown live where um, uh, I think it was Bobby. Bobby recommended one of the subscribers of the channel that we that I put together some information on reaching out to realtors. And he says, is this a good idea for home listings right now? And I said, heck yeah, it's a great idea. So anyway, that stuff's been added to the COVID-19 specific part of the battle pack. Um, by the end of today or tomorrow, it'll be in there officially. If you purchase before then, I'm going to be sending an email out to everybody who's purchased with all the updated COVID-19 marketing materials. So there's a cold call um, script an email and a direct mail letter to send on that. So a direct mail letter to the homeowner, um, reaching out to the agent and cold calling. And then same with uh, uh, other direct mail letters, call scripts, emails, things like that are updated. So I forgot to mention that. Um, yeah, so here's your task. Two things. One, put, get your book together. Do a print version, get your digital version together. If you're an owner watching, get this set up for your team. Uh, it's a huge, huge tool, and it will teach them to sell the right way, teach your team to sell the right way. Third thing, reach out for testimonials. And if I skip number two, it's because I got excited. I don't remember. Was that two, three, four? I don't know. I'm bad at math. But the other tip is this. Uh, reach out to past customers, ask how the process was, and see if you can get some reviews or testimonials right now. By the way, Google is not...
populating any Google reviews right now to the COVID-19 thing. I guess they're not staffed up. I've had some uh, uh, companies I work with who are had reviews submitted and they're kind of in this like mythical holding land until they get stuff figured out. So they will post, but if you do reach out, even an email response that you can print out or take a screenshot of and put in there is super, super helpful. So that's all I have for today. Thank you all for joining me. Um, as always, please email me adam at roofstrategist.com. All these ideas come from you guys. I am responding as quickly as humanly possible to put together not just theory, not just talking at you, like real actionable training that you could put this in front of your team and they could follow it and walk away with something tangible. My objective is for all of you that are watching this, you can walk away and say, what I learned from Adam, I can do this, right? And that you have that thing and the skills you need, that the ideas you need to actually go do it. So email me, adam at roofstrategist.com. Um, drop some comments. Uh, if you're not on the Roof Strategist Insiders uh, email list, just uh, opt in, it's free. There's a link below. You'll get a copy of my ebook, um, some jam-packed, valuable emails that'll be coming at your way with some of my tips and tricks, um, suggestions for videos, things like that, and the notifications of the Lockdown Lives, which I will be doing as long as Colorado and most of the rest of the country is on stay-at-home orders, which right now is looking like through the end of the month in early May for some for some folks. So uh, thanks for being here. You'll see a lot more of me. I hope you're excited. I'm excited to see a lot more of you guys too. So be well and talk with you soon. Take care. See you on the next one. Hey, hey, thanks again for joining me for this week's episode of the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel. If you are out on a roof or driving around, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes. So click for all the links, the description, and if you have any questions, email me personally, adam at roofstrategist.com. Thanks again, and I will see you next Tuesday.